Today's gospel is one that awful lot of Christians get very, very concerned about, and I'm one of them, because I'm the fruit of a marriage that ended in divorce. And so I've become fairly careful about understanding what the range and reach of this teaching about the indissolubility of marriage and of God's judgment on it. I've become quite careful about the range and reach of its application. There are all sorts of ways in which this could be interpreted, but this is how I interpret it, because we have to maintain not only the ideal of selfless love, which is what is being talked about in the way people commit to each other, and our understanding of God as a forgiving and understanding person who is not um, isolated from the failures of human beings, who understands them really very well. So when it comes to this gospel, I like to think of it as, yes, setting an ideal. That's the first thing it does. The second thing is it provides some resources or suggests the direction in which we should go to find the resources to be able to make it happen. But also, it puts limits on how far we extend those resources because not everyone who wants to marry is mature enough to marry, is responsible enough to marry, is alert enough to appreciate what has to happen if the marriage is to fulfil the aims, goals and purposes and the ambitions that God has for it. Because God is looking for us to be happy. And if we're not happy, then we need to really look at why we're not happy. And if we're in a situation that is just full of unhappiness, it could be that for a number of reasons. It could be that we need to grow up. It could be that we need to be less selfish. But it also could be the recognition that there are just not enough of the recognised criteria for a mature marriage actually being accomplished. So therefore, it's not actually a marriage. That's the conclusion I came to about the marriage of my parents, that they married too young, they had no idea of the responsibilities they were taking on, and they didn't have the resources to live them out. Why then should they be obliged by the range and reach and extent of what is taken from Jesus' statement here to be what is required of all Christians. The fact of the matter is, in lots of things in life, we actually fail. That's not something to weep and wail about. It's something that is an unavoidable reality in our lives and in our world. We fail at all sorts of things. But failure is not the end of the story. Failure can be the beginning of growing up, recognising our limitations, engaging with God in a realistic way, and moving beyond the really limited and frighteningly narrow 
way in which we conceive of God in our lives. Because God's not there just to set rules and regulations and for us to control those and live up to them. No. God is a companion through all the twists and turns of our lives and leads us to find with God the ways in which our lives can become sustainable, enriched, and enriching. Catholic Asian News is the leading independent Catholic news source from Asia. Support our network of Catholic journalists and editors who daily provide accurate independent reports and commentaries on issues affecting the Church across the Asian region. Go to www.ucanews.com slash donate and do your bit. Thank you.